I, I mean, I gotta like intro you as guests. Oh, Be like, okay. welcome to size ten, everybody. Oh, there you go. It's another I thought, episode. <laughs> I thought maybe oh. you cut that in later. You know what I mean? No, no. This is this is uncut. Okay, cool. Yeah. I like it. No, this is a lot like my dick. Hey, yeah, there we go. yeah. You're Getting started early. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, yeah. We're back. Bjorn is like floating on a river with his family. And so I brought in Drew, needed a guy with a beard. Hello, everybody. Yeah, this is Drew Wilson McGrath, one of my favorites in the Portland scene. We always, like, when we talk at mics, we always just say something ridiculous <laughs> and laugh about it. So I was like, you got to come on the pod. Ridiculous and sometimes problematic, but, you know, no, that's... Almost always. We're, we're some yeah. of the more toxic straight white males <laughs> yeah. in, what... in America, let alone Portland. What's said behind a closed bar door stays behind a closed bar door, unless somebody's recording it. Yeah, which exactly. Is... In which case, here, we're just sending <laughs> yeah, it out to the go. universe. Yeah, it's like, hey, take a, take a bite out of this world. How are you feeling? <laughs> so, yeah, you said you got... You got stuck in traffic. Yeah, well, which is not super uncommon no. in Portland because the, the the city design here is god awful, and I think yeah. you probably talked about that on previous pods. We've so. probably mentioned it, but honestly, maybe not. We started this in the pandemic, so yeah. when when traffic wasn't really that bad. That's what I loved most about the pandemic. I, I liked a lot of things about it, but that was yeah. one of them. It's like, you know what? Bring another pandemic on if it means it, less of these people are on the this road. This one evidently didn't work very well because yeah. the shit's back. Yeah. Whoever created this, do better, all right? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Hey, Wuhan. <laughs> back in the lab, boys. Let's Wuhan, get to work. Step it up. <laughs> step it up, all right? Yeah, this one didn't do the trick. Try something other than monkeys, all right? Maybe like crickets and see how far they go, you I know? I thought they did bats. Oh, they did bats well there had to be monkeys in there somewhere probably the theory is they've been used in research but let's be honest that's what the american news was saying and we can't trust any news Mm, let alone what's being told that was definitely fake anyway i don't want to get too conspiratorial we're first page on reddit already (laughs) there we go yeah i just want to bitch about traffic which is like the third page on reddit anyway no but the city design here is terrible so that like you know in in a small if not insignificant accident somebody just being pulled over on the side of the Mm. highway you know six miles away from where you're at will back you up all the way to where you're at so you know originally i pop into my maps that i'm 25 miles away when i'm 25 miles 25 mm-hmm. minutes away when i'm on my way over here and then progressively i'm looking at it and it's like 35 minutes 40 minutes i'm like i'm like on the road and this is happening i'm like what the fuck is going on right now <laughs> this is like i don't like this version of time travel this yeah. sucks and and you know ultimately i'm just so frustrated because it's a saturday it's a beautiful day being mm-hmm. stuck in traffic is massively inconvenient but it, the weirdest part was you, I, I finally get to kind of the end of where the traffic's finally starting to ease up a little mm-hmm. bit and you see the one vehicle that's yeah. causing this whole massive traffic jam and it's just some poor old lady in a Honda Civic just sitting there you know and I didn't feel sorry for her at all no, this is the whole can't. point I'm like fuck you you've inconvenienced me <laughs> meanwhile so what happened to her car I don't know it looked like it looked like she rear-ended somebody oh, not rear-ended okay. somebody but that somebody had rear-ended her oh. and like taken out one of her tires and so she had to like pull over to the side of the road and and you know like on when when you're getting to this where on the road was it this was part of the so this was you're coming from the west side yeah so this was on the west side the two-lane highway when you take the the dallas seattle exit okay yeah and you're going off to it's like you're headed on i-84 basically at that point right where you get on right at the junction where people are coming on i-84 to hit this part of portland yeah yeah. and then right when people from the west side are coming over to like you know go downtown or something Mm -hmm. it was literally the perfect time of day for this woman to be in a 
uh, horrible, not even horrific, but like inconvenient accident. Yeah. And she's sitting there looking so calm. And I'm like, move <laughs> your car, like do more than what you're doing right now. And it just, I got so frustrated at her. And I realized like, I, I feel no, I don't feel bad for this person at all. Like she's the one stuck. I'm just yeah. the one on the way to a pod. And I'm like, I don't feel bad for you at all. All right. Move the mic a little closer. Oh, like, there like we go. Right into there like a stand up mic. I'm sure they picked it up. But like, oh, I, I, it sounded good in here. I just know. Yeah, I definitely could hear you. Consciously, I, I know I'm a little loud as a person, so I don't want to like blow out people's sure. ears. No, you probably won't. Bjorn can play around with the levels. Okay, cool. He's, he's pretty awesome with good. that. Good. But yeah, traffic so. sucks. You know, let's write it. Like, who has a stand up routine about that? You know, traffic yeah, nobody. sucks. Nobody. I don't think I've ever heard a joke about traffic, dude. I think I airplanes, think is, maybe. Yeah, airplanes <laughs> once or twice. But I think I think they both have lots of room. Yeah, a lot of shit about airplanes. Yeah. What's uh? So what's your biggest gripe about the city so far? I mean, because you've been here, what? I've been three here years? almost four years. Almost four years. Yeah, my biggest gripe about Portland. I don't know i really like portland for the most part oh man honestly i <laughs> no, really I do like i mean i guess like there's some stuff that just makes me roll my eyes mm. you know yeah like it's voodoo just, donuts yeah yeah there's <laughs> the goofy like, shit yeah I, I think the lines for like food that isn't that good Mm, that's a good dude, like, one. Brunch yeah. lines. Oh, dude, the brunch lines like, here are murderous. They They're are, so and bad. like, I don't even like, I I don't care about brunch. When I don't even want to go. Yeah. But yep. people come to visit, and they're like, oh my gosh, let's get brunch. And then we stand for an hour and a half, and then we get an omelet that's good, but it's regular. Yeah, and here's like, the thing. Like, it's just regular. It's just, it's okay. They're and like, oh, we have suck. nine <laughs> kinds of mimosas. Great. Yeah. Mimosas are awful. You got orange? <laughs> that's the one I want. Yeah. No, that's and the one I'll Not a damn chef in Portland. Well, uh -huh. You can't name chefs. Not a damn cook in Portland mm -hmm. knows how to make a hash brown properly. Really? Not a single fucking one. You might be right. That's I my haven't ever gripe. had a hash brown here that was, like, as good as some shit I had in Montana. Dude, a hash brown needs to be, and, and this... Of course, is where this podcast is going to go is immediately toward food for you. I'm good with a that. A big guy that I, hasn't eaten, but I, I like hash browns. Um, hash browns need to be crispy on the top uh -huh. and then crispy on the bottom, uh -huh. and a little like a little chewy and malleable in the, middle. in the middle. But that's the thing is most so because I, I it's funny I actually used to work down the way from here. You've probably driven by it, um, mm -hmm. the Gateway Breakfast House. Okay. So I used to do my weekend shifts there because I used to work full time and then work on the weekends because mm -hmm. I literally needed to be that busy to feel sane. Oh, okay. And so I would work as a breakfast. So explains why you do comedy yeah exactly okay. but i that's why I, I would work at a as a breakfast cook on the weekend there and i, I learned how to make hash browns because you have to make hash browns in a really quick environment for mm. literally hundreds of people a day okay. they, they're coming okay. in like a, it's cattle, yeah yeah basically so you the way that needs to be is that you, you throw a little bit of oil on the grill and you crisp them up at the very bottom and you got to let them sit on a flat top for like 10 minutes Ooh, to get them going interesting. and then you flip it and that's where it usually goes wrong so do you is, start with raw potatoes for yeah. the hash browns are you Raw shred, shredded potatoes. Shredded raw potato. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, like a standard breakfast joint, they're all frozen. They come in a bag. You pull mm -hmm. them out. They defrost on the grill. That's part of the reason why you got to cook them so long. Oh, okay. But I mean, what a lot of what a lot of cooks will do to just turn it out quicker is they'll crisp up the top side, they'll flip it, and then it, they'll barely brown the bottom. So you're mm. basically eating mashed potatoes with crispy mashed potato straws crispy, on top. Crispy on top. Mashed it's potatoes. awful. Yeah, and, it's and not it, good. It's like, and then you're like, put ketchup on it, and it doesn't make me feel better. The at other all. thing I'm not a fan of. In the breakfast potatoes, mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of like the the big chunks, like the home fry type yeah. of potatoes. <laughs> I know they're like fancier or something, but 
I, I like a nice shredded hash brown. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to get those things crispy, like the home fries. Yeah. The only way to do it is to deep fry them. on the outside and, and raw in the middle, or they're, yeah, there's something. Just cut out the middleman and give me tater tots with ranch on it and slap an egg on top, because yeah. that's what most I'll Americans eat, want. <laughs> I'll eat tater tots. I love yeah, tater, tater tots. tots with they're egg. delicious. There's a... There's a food cart out in Astoria um, where I have one of my shows, mm-hmm. and it's literally called On Tots. And their whole menu is this item on top of tater tots. Hell and I'm yeah. like, yes, hell yeah. But also, where have we gone wrong as America that we're just like, we're going to, whatever it is, slap it on some tater tots, and that's a meal. I don't know, man. I just, I guess I, I don't agree with it. I think you've lived in Portland too long. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm, I'm just picky. hearing this. I'm like, this, everything's right about this. <laughs> this, this is a great is, idea. This, and is I'm just, a, this is, this is why this country uh, was founded. I guess I I'm, believe I'm the type of person that needs something to be angry about. And if it's not traffic, I'm definitely mm. going to tater. You're tots. going to tater. Tots. I love you just them. Anything, anything you can think like, of. You're I like, how can tots. I be mad about this? Yes. Oh, yeah. it's such a, it's such a problem. I actually have a pretty good life. So I don't know. I know me I too. I, I, I feel like, I feel like we're kind of similar in that. Like yeah, both yeah. of our comedy is like getting angry about some shit that doesn't matter. Yeah. Like that's... most people enjoy that. And you're like, what's wrong with you that you're not expressing? Yeah. Right? I'm just it's like, uh, I'm running out of shit to be mad about. You imperfect produce. Yeah, they, Fuck that. I'd be mad about it, too. <laughs> this weird, like, dwarf produce that people are selling you, and there's, like, there's extra sprouts and, like, the lumps on this. carrot's got a curve in it. <laughs> Fuck you. The, car- <laughs> the carrots look so sad and, like, emaciated, and they're like, it's yeah. imperfect. You're like, no, this is garbage this, that you're yeah, selling This is me. trash. This is compost. You know, fucking Applebee's threw this out, and you guys <laughs> stole it from a trash can, and you're selling it to me. Yeah, Applebee's couldn't fix this with their microwave, so, like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? Tell me it's from fucking Newburgh. You're trying to act like you feel like it makes it just makes you feel better like you think you're making a difference and you're not yeah you're ordering no. groceries through a mail order service mm-hmm. it's and it's like the, it's this kind of the same thing with people that will they'll go to places like uh, Whole Foods exclusively because uh-huh. they want the organic food there mm-hmm. and I'm like okay I get it. Maybe you want your stuff to be a little bit healthier or know more about yeah. where it comes from. But you notice, like, it's smaller. It's It looks less green. It looks less healthy. I mean, from a just you view this stuff and you're like, it doesn't look as digestible as what has, like, hormones and steroids yeah. in it. And that includes my lettuce. You know? <laughs> like, like, give me my lettuce. Yeah. I want it to look big no, and No, I do thick. shop almost. I, I shop almost exclusively at New Seasons, but it's because it's two blocks from my house. Okay. It's Mostly. Not, it's not because you're a yuppie fuck. It's because. No. I, I'm also elitist, and it really okay, gives me it gives go. me a feeling of superiority. You I'm like just spending like, oh, fifteen dollars. Yeah, you like spending fifteen dollars for yeah. a half pound of coffee. Oh, look at this peach. This peach cost me three dollars. Yeah, Jesus Christ for a peach. <laughs> uh, I'm, I like the tangent there. So your least favorite part of Portland is standing in line for food that sucks, and that's like yeah, half well, the and it's food like, here. It doesn't suck. It just is regular mm-hmm. but people hype the shit up like it's gonna change my life yeah every yeah. portland place <laughs> yep. i've ever been to that was hyped to that extent i was just disappointed mm. you know every place we're like oh my god dude you gotta go here fucking amazing whatever they make yep dude yep. it's gonna blow your mind portland's is full of culinary geniuses <laughs> These people are revolutionizing food. And you're like, "Eh, they put some stuff from one place into something from another place. And 
and it's edible. It's Sustained a very... life. I didn't get sick. Uh, what do you want me to tell you? Portland is a big city with a small town vibe as far as like the niches that, that mm-hmm. people are really into. And I mean, obviously, you get that on like a neighborhood level when you go out to like the Alberta district yeah. and stuff like that. I, mean, I you love see it, that part of Portland. Yeah, it's, it's really awesome. But like I... I get it because so my parents live in Oregon City mm-hmm. and when we moved up here from California we yeah. moved to Oregon City okay. and there is a Mexican food joint in Oregon City called Super Torta mm-hmm. and in my opinion it is delicious and having come from Los Angeles like where Mexican food is everything there mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty damn good for yeah. Oregon Mexican food so I I hype this joint up whenever I can I'm like go to Super Torta in Oregon City they have another location in Portland I've never been there and I'm like that location shit you gotta <laughs> go to the one in, you gotta go to the one in Oregon City the OG location. It's the original. They, they fucking they hired new yeah. people up Cruz, here. Cruz is the one that runs the one in Oregon City. He's the founder. You got to <laughs> go there. Like the carne asada is going to be any better. And I've been there before. After like, and their food sucks at times. <laughs> I mean, not like it like goes up and down. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, but that's going to happen with any restaurant yeah. when you have fresh ingredients. Like, there's going to be a time of day where you get the carne asada <laughs> that's three hours old. It's still fresh. It's just not as fresh as when they first made mm-hmm. it. So like, yeah, you get a, a bad batch. But I never think about that. I'm always just like, yeah, that's the best Mexican food place. It's also a mile and a half from where my parents live, so it's convenient and cheap as fuck. My favorite Mexican food place still to this day is a converted school bus in my hometown Ooh. in Dillon, Montana, Fiesta Mexicana. Everybody calls it the taco bus. But the, the, the taco, but their it's real fire, name is... dude. Fiesta Mexicana. It's so good. I literally <laughs> ate there a week ago and it still tastes exactly the same. They're, they're like, we're not going to pronounce it right. We're going to call it the taco bus because that's what that is. Yeah, I mean, it's Dillon, Montana, so yeah, everybody's like, it's a bus that sells tacos. Don't it's try to make me say bus. Fiesta. What the yeah, hell's wrong Fiesta. with you? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, is that a Ford car? You think taco, made in America. Taco Bell can't really even spice up their menu in Montana. We don't they, have a Taco Bell in Dillon. We have allowed. a Taco John's. Taco John's? Dude, you ever been to Taco John's? No, I never oh, If have. you ever see one, track one down. It's okay. fantastic. They put tater tots in a burrito. It's fucking amazing. Back to the goddamn tots. Dude, see, back there to you the go. tots. They're they everywhere. call them potato olays. It's like a, it's like a Midwest Tex-Mex Fast food chain? Okay. Northern Tex-Mex. It's just a completely different vibe. Must be. I, I don't know. <laughs> They've got something sadder. called the crunchy chicken and potato burrito, which Ooh. is a burrito with chicken nuggets, the potato olays, which mm-hmm. are tater tots, like lettuce, tomato, and sour cream and cheese. God, that it, actually sounds really it's good. It's so fucking good. Man. It's one of the dumber foods that oh. you could ever eat, but it's tremendous. It is. It sounds very white when you think of the fact that it's like considered, it's like a Mexican dish in a way. It's, it sounds like, it almost sounds like a American sandwich into a burrito. It's precisely to- what it Totally is. acceptable, though. Yeah. Like, I'd eat that in a heartbeat it's, right now. It's so good. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so good. Oh, my gosh. It's so stupid, but it's so good. Oh, man. That, so, yeah. uh, give me some food. See, now, everybody listening to this podcast, I hope you've eaten at this point. No, I hope they're all hungry, <laughs> and I hope they all go and support restaurants that we mention on this podcast, I, I and hope I hope they, they name drop us, and then we get sponsors. And personally, I hope that they're starving in traffic right now, and they resent <laughs> everything that we're talking about. Yeah, let's... Oh god. Okay, damn. so what are these? What are these shoes? Let's talk about your shoes. These shoes. So can the camera see these right now or do uh, I need yeah, to like hold present them? them? Hold okay. Them up. Hold on. Here we go. Let's talk about your relationship with shoes. My actually, relationship with you shoes. Had, <laughs> you had a good text about that. Yeah, no. So I'm I'm really not much of a shoe guy, but I am the type of guy that needs to wear shoes to keep his feet from the rest of the world. Mm. I got ugly ass. You got feet. weird feet? I mean it's not not a promising OnlyFans for you. No, not okay. at all. Like I couldn't even put whipped cream on these things and get away with it. You mm. know what I mean? And there's 
there's some weird lines in OnlyFans that a lot of people can cross. I can't cross any of them. It's so not for you. I've like, okay. and I hate to out my mom for this. My mom has toenail fungus. I mo- mostly like inherited inherited her toenail fungus. Mm. Like I, I didn't Rough. have it until I went to college. And you're sharing showers with all these dudes in and the then gym. And that's where the fungus took hold. And, and that's but and like now that it's in there, it won't go anywhere. Mm. So sorry Rough. everybody that I'm like the least clean foot guy. No, here. there's probably somebody with fucked up feet somewhere that's <laughs> Every- like I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah, everybody. I feel well, seen. And that's the thing is like okay, so I've got those weird pinky toes that like they're they're completely useless on my feet like oh, i don't really because mine i do things with my pinky toes all day i can't even my, move my I pinky can play toe. the piano with mine <laughs> 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 who fucking uses their pinky toes well, i no. think they're for balance so like my Isn't girlfriend that all they're for yes mostly so like and, and that's the thing is like mine are because i wear boots almost exclusively which we're gonna get to mm-hmm. like mine have been smushed together my feet have been smushed together into like yeah. a boot shape over a period of years which they're not like horrible from a construction standpoint mm-hmm. but the nails don't they don't grow right. My pinkies are kind of smashed to the side of my feet. So they, they are completely useless. Like I know people, my girlfriend being mm-hmm. one of them, who can like move her pinky toe independent of the rest of her toes. I'm literally trying to do that right And And she can now. do it. And, and she can like control it. And I have no ability to do that. I don't think I can either. I can I can move all my toes in like a wave. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I can move my big toe independent of everything else, and then the other four toes just they they are they're like a, the same entity. Yeah, they'll I all think just move that's, together. I've I've never really put a lot of thought into mm-hmm. this, but I'm doing it right now. Yeah, wiggling my toes. <laughs> In case you guys are listening, I'm wiggling my toes. We're, right we're wiggling now. them, baby. But yeah. New OnlyFans. <laughs> wiggling toes. That's it. You gotta get money somewhere. But like, yeah, I don't I think I think my toes are the same. I think the four the four smaller toes just kinda are there are all together. Well you so you, you like team. You hunt a lot, right? I do. Yeah, I, and then I, you're outdoors a lot and mm-hmm. you're probably not wearing like, you know, you're not wearing a pair of Nikes when you're out hunting. No, I'm not. Exactly. You're wearing boots and yeah. like you, you move and you walk and you put weight in them and your toes move and they smash and then they retract and it's like, you know, it, it I've been doing it for so long mm-hmm. in these boots that that's how my feet are formed now. And then yeah. that on top of the fact that like <laughs> this is so gross, but I mean like I, I have like heavily calcified toenails so they're hard to cut yeah you know and like even you gotta get the dremel out i'm the type of guy that if i go to get a manicure i feel bad for the person doing the work on my feet i'm like you need to have like a civil engineering degree to do work on my feet successfully (laughs) (laughs) you need to be able to have a plan or a blueprint you might need to go to the county for a permit (laughs) my mom (laughs) my mom took me to get a pedicure once and it was this place in oregon city it was like 25 bucks for a pedicure yeah and (laughs) and i got in there and they the the women like these vietnamese these women that run the place had a good relationship with my mom and so i sit down they look at my feet and they look at my mom and they're like we're gonna need more than 25 dollars for this job <laughs> i was like shit man yeah, this sucks just, yeah we gotta build overtime on this <laughs> yeah. job they're like we're gonna have to pull out the saw and i'm like the saw what do you mean our standard ppe saw? isn't gonna cut it we have a back room for what this guy needs <laughs> you know? and i'm like oh my god yeah so uh, down the street there's a fab shop a um, fab shop no no i'm, I'm trying to play the continuing oh, character yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, like we have we have a guy for yeah this we, got, we work. have a belt sound belt sander down the street that they use after they weld shit oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we just we have it on loan yeah. for people like you when we're you gonna come we're in. gonna have to take a cad model of his feet so we can use the plasma <laughs> table i love that shit 
Uh, so, I mean, okay, so you're, you're a shoe guy before I talk about these. Mm-hmm. So um, it, what I wanted to find out, because I listened yeah. to a couple episodes of the pod on uh-huh. the way over here. So your favorite, when you're out, you know, either doing comedy or you're mm-hmm. out just going to a bar, having fun with friends or whatever, what's your like go-to pair of shoes? Do you have a go-to or do you have like multiple go-tos? I have a go-to right now. It's okay. a pair I just got. They're the Nike Blazer Low uh, Sakai. Okay. Don't I know what you, that is. You've but... probably seen me wear them and, and didn't care. I, I was wearing them at that mic the other night. Oh, they're kinda, okay. No, I did see those because like I'm paying gray, attention more gray now. Gray and green and white. Yeah, those were pretty nice, actually. Yeah, I like them because they're, they're like a little bit hyped, but not crazy hyped. Yeah. They're, they're loud, but they're also not crazy. Mm-hmm. What's the like most so when you say hyped is that more in reference to like the style of the shoe and kind of like oh when I no it's or like, like the hype surrounding the yeah, shoe Yeah there's hype surrounding some of these shoes where they okay. like sell out instantly yeah. and they're like immediately worth three times what people paid Oh that hype kind of thing. beast that's what you're yeah, talking about yeah, yeah, basically yeah. Okay no so I got So these gotcha. have a little hype around them like they immediately were worth like 50 bucks more than they sold for Oh wow But and they sold out immediately but they weren't like they didn't like triple in price or anything, so they're not they're yeah. not one of those. So are you are you like mostly a Nike guy? Like if you had a brand allegiance, eh, I I do Nike and Adidas kind of yeah. back and forth. That's uh-huh. good that you can mix it up. I know some people that are like one brand and one brand yeah, only. Yeah, most like, of those people much. work for Nike or Adidas though. Oh yeah. I don't know if you've talked to people who work for like especially Nike, but both of them really. You like, have to wear that If you that gear. work for Nike, you can't own Adidas. No. Like, they get mad at you if you have some in your house. <laughs> Dude, you know what would be a great plank, plank, prank to play on somebody that works for Nike that you don't like? Mm-hmm. Is before they go to work one day, just in, in these, like, conspicuous places on their car, slap Adidas logos. <laughs> just, like, you know, freaking bumper yeah, just stickers, just a, Adidas on the back. Just put a Kanye CD in Take their, a picture and then their, hit the, the Nike IG and be like, yo, this guy works for you. He just showed up to the Beaverton lot. <laughs> Dude, he might get fired for yeah, like, for like, they, yeah. like nike takes that shit so serious Dude, it, it, it's crazy okay so i live about two miles away from the nike campus okay so i drive by it a lot when i'm just like doing chores or like going on a hike or something like yeah. that that place looks like it is a i mean it is a facility obviously it's a campus but mm-hmm. it looks like where the world when the world ends that's where the person that takes over they take over from there it looks like a base is what it feels like and you drive by there and there's like three ways to get in and you can kind of see like these it's like a crystalline palace on the inside and then right across the street is a guy jacking off on the corner outside of like (laughs) (laughs) and you're like gentrification at its finest oh god oh god and it's like at every hour of the day but yeah it feels it feels cultish man it's like borderline Scientology. Dude, everyone I know that works there, like they they start talking about it. And you're like, oh wow, this is like they're pretty strict with you guys, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's real. It's it is a little cultish yeah. when you talk to people. No hate a... on Nike, but like, well, they would kill us if we hated on them too much. Yeah, they have they resources, might. man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Phil Knight's gonna track Phil us Knight's down. G- He's gonna find this. He's got at least one hitman on retainer. Yeah, <laughs> definitely at least one. <laughs> at least one. You yeah, know? he finds out you're a Beavers fan. You're fucking <laughs> yeah. over. You know what's crazy is that now that we got into the Beavers topic, it's yeah. like he actually donated money to Oregon State too. Really? Not just U of O. So like, it's a disproportionate amount of money, sure. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like they have the the night arena at U of O and everything. Yeah, so yeah. he's a big proponent of that school but he donated money to oregon state too so a lot of the oregon state fans that are kind of just like oh screw you of O, they get all the nike money i'm like nike gives us money too they give us jerseys like we, we were sponsored by nike mm-hmm. we've been sponsored by nike for the longest time it's like 
it's not it's not like we're not benefiting from this guy being in state it's just he prefers U of O and who can blame him you know? <laughs> oh god I can't believe I just said that sorry well it's on tape forever now <laughs> yeah, no shit your, your beaverous cred yeah, don't ever show this to Sam Whiteley I don't think he'll ever talk to me oh again. that would be hilarious yeah, he would hate me he, he? he, he definitely loves the beavers like a lot he you know what I I thought that I was a fan of beaver sports and then I met him and that guy I mean obviously he's got a podcast he's got the mm-hmm. Peyton years about it but yeah. it's like he goes deep and historically deep to the point where he knows beaver basketball players from college from like 1976 oh wow and I'm, I'm just like damn you're I'm an encyclopedia with guys who like know that kind of sports knowledge like I got a buddy that went, we were at like bar trivia one time yeah. and it was just like Major League Baseball jersey numbers. Oh, man. And my buddy got 9 out of 10. What? And I was like, what the fuck, bro? No, can't do that. How, how do you know any of these? And I'm kind of a nerd for jersey sports. jersey numbers. Like, he was going back to, like, the 60s. This kid's my age. Shit. And I was like, dude, how? He's like, I, I haven't talked to a woman in four years. <laughs> it, it was debatable, but, like, whether, whether or not that was true. <laughs> Possibly. But, nonetheless... Very impressive knowledge. It is of of baseball jerseys. Yeah, and see, like I'm I'm a big like I love pro football, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I play football like fantasy football, so you got to like keep track of a lot of players. You and play football, stat- football or fantasy? Football? I mean, I look like I play football, football, but I don't. You, you know, know, like did I, you did you like in high school? No, college? so I never I never played in high school or mm-hmm. college, but I I've always been fascinated by the game. Like growing yeah. up, that was that was. The, the person that was kind of my father figure, mm-hmm. he was a huge football fan. So he taught me how to play like all the positions yeah. when I was a young kid. And so I've always been fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like I'm kind of, I have a bit of an encyclopedia uh, for that kind of thing. Sure. But it's not as historical, right? Like mm-hmm. I can't cite stats. I can't tell you jersey numbers or anything like yeah. that. I like it more because I'm gambling on it every year. <laughs> that's that's where the value is for me. Yeah, it's like you I got to know all this. You pay attention to the guys that matter to yeah. you at the moment. Kind, y- yes and no. But like I also pay attention to teams and, mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. And what What's your football team? The Dallas Cowboys, okay. which is like a huge. Uh, most people would be like, "Fucking boo!" And I, I get it because it's the most. I think most people see you and then you say the Dallas Cowboys, and they're yeah, it checks out. It clicks, yeah. yeah. Which is like, look, dude, I'm I'm a guy with with gay parents from Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and I ended up like a dude with one dad who hated women from Nebraska. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's. I don't know how I ended up looking and feeling like that, but that's just the natural path that things took. But no, I'm I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. My uh, it's actually my grandpa. So back to the boots a little bit. Yeah. I bought these these boots and they're a little they're a little tore up because I use them and I didn't clean them before I got here. Yeah, but that's what you're supposed to do with boots. These boots were about two hundred bucks. Okay. I bought them at I think it was Al's Boot Barn, which was like an outlet place out here. Okay. And um, my grandfather passed away late last year, like mm. right before the new year, give or take a little bit, right? Okay. And um, he. <laughs> he was a good Irishman and he didn't necessarily believe in banks. So he mm-hmm. stashed a lot of money around his house nice. and he stashed it cash wise and like small bills. So he had a couple hundreds, but mostly he had stacks and stacks and stacks of fives that acted as his savings over mm-hmm. years. So when he passed away, he like left this weird kind of treasure map for my mom when she showed up at his mobile home 
to find this money which huh. by the way they don't leave a treasure map for the money was in a black trash bag like it's like it wasn't even that well hidden it was just in a black trash bag in back of a bunch of junk and he had a bunch of money in it and i'm like that's fucking irish people that's for you. hilarious but um my mom found it and she was like okay well there was i don't know there's probably like 10 grand in bills right nice. and um so she took a bunch of the fives and she mm -hmm. split it between myself and rachel when we went up mm -hmm. to hang out with them in long beach um earlier this year yeah so you know we, we show up and i get this nice suit jacket from my grandpa and i get like 500 dollars in cash which i'm like okay cool mm -hmm. and i really love my grandpa and i'm trying to honor his memory i'm like yeah. i'm not gonna go spend this cash on like you know i'm not gonna go buy pot i'm not gonna buy booze with it i'm not gonna buy a dinner out mm -hmm. i'm gonna buy something that you know will be with me for a long time yeah. that'll have meaning that yeah, I, I like, like that. I, li I like that and so i bought i bought these boots because i'm a big boot guy and mm -hmm. these are so these are timberland pros um and they the, the the really nice thing about them other than how heavy they are and mm -hmm. i like a heavy boot because they last a little bit longer yeah is the soles are really thick on them and the soles are actually um they're <sighs> They're waterproof to an extent, but they're actually like millwright boots. So they're they're preventative to like getting electroshock oh, through your okay, feet, cool, cool. which is really cool because you live in Portland. It's wet all mm -hmm. the time and you never really know when something could hit the ground. And yeah, it's like a weird thing to be, you know, paranoid about. But I realized the value in it then. Plus, yeah, they're, yeah. They're just good all around heavy ass boots yeah, that don't get like wet. Yeah, they look like they can be resold. Yeah, they can. Got like a good year welt. Yeah, the ones I'm I'm wearing right yeah, now actually those? I got resold. So these are also Timberlands. Uh, they're much much messier. <laughs> I can show the camera. There you go. Okay. But um, these are Timberland Earth Keepers, which I you know, uh, funnily enough, a, a guy in the scene, Ross Pasick, mm -hmm. he used to work at the Timberland shop in town. Oh. And I was talking to him about this like, gosh, it had to be a year and a half ago. But mm -hmm. I think he said this is one of his favorite pair of boots too. Hmm. And I get it. This is traditionally like a high hiking boot is yeah. what it's sold as and that's what it looks like yeah, it but it's when when it comes with the original soul because i got these i got these souls these teva souls put mm. in um that actually they're not teva they're keen souls mm, okay. and these are more for like hiking and you know gripping rocks yeah, and yeah. but um you know this pair of boots is really stylish when you buy mm. it like fresh out of the box there yeah. it's a six inch boot it's really nice and glossy when it comes out it's all leather top sole mm. so i mean it's really nice it's really comfy and it looks good with the pair of jeans yeah which, you can just it's a boot you can wear yeah i'm not much of a shorts guy you know <laughs> so no. like i need i need a pair of shoes that doesn't make me look like a jackass when i'm wearing <laughs> jeans and i and i don't have yeah. like i mean like you're a skinnier dude you've got like a good frame i'm thick guy so when i wear like thick shoes like a pair of nikes or like a pair of adidas that are meant mm -hmm. to be like kind of stylish i just look like i am a tree trunk from the ankle on up to my waist <laughs> it just there's no the shoes like too small yeah and you well, kind of need a bulkier shoes or I... too big because if it's so bulky like with the, the type of jeans i have to wear oh it'll, yeah it'll just look like there's no definition there's to my no, legs there's no skinny jeans yeah and i'm in not your world like, yeah i'm not like a fancy bitch or anything but mm -hmm. like i do want to look good when i'm yeah. out in public and no, feel I am comfortable a fancy bitch, but like <laughs> <laughs> there you go. At least one of us Speaking. is. Yeah, I've got. I wore my boots today. Yeah, these, these are, are nice, man. What are these? These are Viberg. Viberg. They're made up in Victoria, BC. Okay, damn, that's um, fancy. They right. are fancy. They're they're stupidly expensive. I think these were made in Taiwan. So you know. Nice. <laughs> yeah, these are made out of kudu leather. Kudu. Oh, okay. So I actually you know, know that what a kudu is. Twirly horned antelope yeah, from it, Africa. They're like. Wait, hold on a minute, because they're really small, aren't no, they? No, they're the kudu? not. They're close to the size of an elk okay wait a they're minute no. bigger than a deer but smaller than an elk i was thinking of the poodoo there's something that's a poodoo I, i'm not even fucking around with you I, if i remember this correctly because i saw it on planet earth there's a 
poodoo. A poodoo. That is I'm like, going to Google that right yeah, now. I think it's a poodoo, like P-U-D-U. And it's like a super miniature version of, I, I guess, like a deer or an elk or something poodoo like that. deer. Yeah. It's super there small. It is. Oh, it's cute. Yeah, and it it's mad cute, and it lives on this island that um that everything that cute there. Little bastard. Yeah, look at that, and it lives on this island where like everything on this island is smaller for one reason or another. It's like mm-hmm. miniature versions of everything. So it's South so, American. Somewhere. Yeah, so some huh. I think maybe like Chile or something like okay. that. Some but, island down there has. Yeah, like, but there's it's some weird little species of like deer and antelope. Oh, dude, absolutely. And then like you go to Hawaii, right? I mean, you're a hunter, so yeah. you've probably already heard of this. There's like axis deer. Yeah, those all over that island. Yeah, I think that's it's on a few of them. What happened is like, they were a gift from somebody in India. Uh huh. To like the king of Hawaii, like a hundred and some years ago. A gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> and it kept giving because there's nothing to eat them over there, so the fucking things just overpopulate. That's that's gotta be so crazy. I mean, I've thought about that before. Like you mm. live on an island where whatever gets on that island and can just repopulate thrives. quickly. Yeah, what are no, you gonna anything, do? That's a, the problem with Hawaii. I've my my uncle used to live over there, so mm-hmm. I've been over there a couple times, and he was really into like science and nature and stuff. And I like that stuff, too. And so I was asking him questions. He's like, yeah, anything, literally anything comes here. It's like, well, this is the best place. (laughs) Fucking, yeah. Gonna proliferate here. Yeah, like nothing, nothing does poorly in Hawaii. Yeah, and that's, that's gotta be almost nerve-wracking in a way. Because, like, what if, what (laughs) if somebody brings, like, a poisonous, poisonous frog over? I mean, there's probably. It'll do great. Yeah, and and granted, there's, I don't know, but there's probably poisonous frogs there already. half the stuff there is invasive. Yeah. Like, half the plants. And it's all Beautiful. Half the birds. <laughs> it's yeah, all it's all gorgeous. like nice shit. People were like, "Yeah, look at this. This is a pretty plant. Let's plant thousands of these." The invasive stuff we have here is like ivy and people from yeah, California. Like, like that's, <laughs> that's what we have. It's like they're both ugly <laughs> things that grow up the side of buildings, and you're yeah. just like, "Oh man, like we could do better than this, right?" We, you would think so, but you know, that's great because I, I know that whenever you, wherever you go in Oregon, there's always like these these. Uh, these signs about invasive species that mm-hmm. are there and it's like what to watch for and it seems like half these signs are saying like if you see this rip it the fuck out like that's yeah. what they want you to do they're like just to let you know these are invasive species you know these are not welcome in this area necessarily <laughs> but we don't know how they got here and nothing on the sign says don't destroy these plants and i'm like okay maybe i'm doing a little yeah <laughs> oh my god so tell me tell me more about these okay, so they're from yeah. victoria bc victoria bc they're made they're a stitch down construction so the the upper instead of being a Goodyear welt where they like put another piece of leather, mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's stitched. The upper goes and is stitched to the second piece of leather like on the inside, and mm-hmm. then that's stitched to the sole. This just kind of folds right out. And it's a nice cap toe too. It that's is. Nice. Yeah, and yeah, they're cool. They're expensive. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess how much you okay. spent on them. Yeah, based on. What I'm seeing right now, mm-hmm. those are actually really nice laces. So I feel like you can tack on about thirty dollars to the cost just for the laces. I'd say you spend about three hundred twenty dollars on those. Higher than that, damn. By a lot. Okay, so did you spend over five hundred? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, man. See, I don't know. If it, it, this I, is my I, most expensive pair of shoes by a very wide margin. Wow. Okay, so seven forty-five. Damn. Yeah. So why would you spend now for somebody who? I mean, obviously this podcast mm-hmm. isn't a lot about boots, from what I've noticed. The, so the episode we did about these actually has like a shitload of views because there's not a lot of information about these yeah, out there. Yeah, those are nice, man. Yeah, I'm stoked on them. So basically, I wanted like this style of boot, mm-hmm. and so I just started reading all about it. And the more like down the rabbit hole I got this brand and this this shape 
uh, like this last that they used kept coming up as like everybody's grail everybody's like eventually that's the one i want that is nice because i as somebody who looks at boots a lot Mm because and i have a a couple pairs of dress boots and they're all right i mean like none of them are really that expensive but i've always avoided the cap toe but that looks like a really nice cap i've always not been a huge fan of it but then like i went to the shop i got these in seattle at a shop called division road Uh that's the only place that sells these in the northwest and this is one of their exclusive styles. They're, it's so fucking pretentious. But like... In a good way. I mean, but dude, if fun. you like what you like, you know? Yeah, and they, they hurt my feet was, so much for it, so long. Oh, yeah, because we, we wanted to talk about breaking in boots, <laughs> Yeah, man. these ones have... These ones are finally kind of broken in. I've had them for over two years. Like... Yeah. They really took a long time to break in. The ones I'm wearing on my feet right now, mm. they took um, they took probably about a year and a half to fully break in because, at least with these, like, because I think what is that? That's a, is that is that a six inch? Uh, I think it's a yeah, like a close to four it, if to not. five inch really. It's, yeah, it's not super high. Yes, because my mine's about an inch above, like inch inch and a half above my ankle, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's kind of you can see like the mm-hmm. ankle knob is right there, so yeah. it's not. The footbed on boots like this works in so much quicker, obviously, mm-hmm. because your feet expand and contrast throughout the day with the amount of water you have, blah, 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 yeah. blah. So the amount of steam that works up in a leather boot, plus the fact that your feet are kind of like ballooning in and out, mm-hmm. works out the footbed quicker. But the hardest part was the ankle part, because I have kind of skinny ankles. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'd be I'd be wearing these for a couple hours driving, and then my ankles would feel like they're just like so raw and like suffocated. Yeah. And it took so long to work out the ankle part these have a heel counter back here Uh that's like a hardened leather oh and that took forever to break in man that sounds so rough it it was pretty rough and then and then yeah it's just a leather the sole is just stacked leather with a steel shank Mm -hmm. and then this day night rubber sole see that so is that's classified more as like a dress boot right it is okay definitely i think that the silhouette is like the canadian military officer's shoe or some bullshit yeah i know so fancy it's from victoria i should drink tea man if i see a guy riding a horse with a pair of those on i might reconsider you know how i swing you know what i'm saying maybe i mean it's a a good looking boot guy comes up to you on a beach on a black stallion wearing a pair of those and like a nice tight pair Uh of white pants you fuck that guy i don't care who you probably do Probably, yeah, probably. I think I, I think that's just, I think that's the rules. That's the story of how Nick got his boots. Actually, yeah, exactly. That's the guy rolled up and he's like, "Hey, do you like these boots? How much do you like these boots?" And I was like, "Yeah, I like them a lot." Did he say boots like boots, or did he say like boots? You know, like they a said bit it like boot, that. Yeah, a little, little bit of a boot there. I didn't want like, to culturally right. appropriate. <laughs> oh, too bad. Now that's what this podcast is all about. Now, yeah, that's now. why we have toxic white males <laughs> this is the toxic episode yeah well, okay if you title it that that's gonna be i'm okay the toxic with that. episode the, the toxic boots episode of this podcast that's actually pretty hilarious we might i wouldn't i wouldn't complain as long as bjorn's good with it yeah i mean i'll, I'll definitely leave it up to him probably. yeah you gotta gotta give him a say in this because i don't know if bjorn wants us to be a too too toxic but you know no, uh, i mean we'll just be accidentally toxic yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is the best way to go about it let's yeah. be honest yeah it's it's got to be organic um what's the so the biggest disappointment as far as a shoe purchase that you've ever made Ooh. so like you're maybe really hyped on something right and then you got them and you're like ugh, or like you got the wrong thing or something like that yeah um honestly there was some of that with these the sizing on these is uh-huh. fucking weird as shit. Interesting. And I think I went a little too small, which is part of why it took so long to break yeah. them in. And it was one of those things that I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. 
until I'd owned them for like a month and then the ship has sailed and it's so much money and like I went there specifically because I'd never really had a pair of shoes like this yeah. I was like I want to get fitted and they you know they took their best shot at it but mm-hmm. it was like you know it's kind of like a live and learn type of thing but it's so expensive that it was like oh god damn it that's a that's an expensive lesson I gotta, when you're yeah, living and so learning. I've got like a stretcher that I use yeah. to like try to get these things to oh, break man. in more yeah, I've I've, I've done put a few shoe trees things. in them. And yep, I've, all that stuff. Hell, dude, I've taken I've taken just balls and balls of newspaper, mm. and I've just shoved them in shoes before to get them to expand quicker overnight, yeah. and just did that for like a period of three days. But I mean, yeah, dude, I I completely understand because like with uh, with the boots that I wear, I mean, admittedly, these are a little big for my feet. Mm-hmm. Typically, I need to wear thick socks in order to get them to yeah, fit just a bit better. Yeah, boot sizing is fucking weird. It's different than like shoe shoe sizing. They should have quarter sizes for boots whereas like with because mm. everything's like half size full size and then it's like i think you should have like at least an in-between of like three quarter size for a boot mm-hmm. because what'll happen is you'll you'll buy a pair of boots right and they'll be maybe a little tight on your feet but yeah. by the time they're broken in you're sliding in them exactly and it, that's why i didn't want to go too big yeah. on these like that's why i bought the size i did yep. like we we talked it all through at the shop and i tried on the whole size run basically and mm-hmm. they're like, right, we think you should go with these you know, and and they might be right. These still have like probably time to break in. Like yeah, I said they're two years old, but one of them was the pandemic, so I wore them like four times. Exactly, day. and see that was the. It's pretty much all I wear on my feet anymore is my mm-hmm. boots, and my girlfriend gets pissed because I end up tracking mud in the house and everything. <laughs> but that's that's the biggest gripe. It's like when I first when I first wore a pair of boots that I liked, they were Clark's. Mm-hmm. And they weren't, I mean, obviously Clarks are more of like a dressy kind of casual like boots. Um, I had a pair of desert boots. Those yeah, are awesome. And the, I love the desert That's boots. what I bought. Because I used to work at a famous footwear in college for okay. a little bit. So like the high-end casual male dress mm-hmm. boot that would come in was always a Clarks. It was nothing better than that. It was yeah. nothing worse than that, though. It was always Clarks. So I would buy Clarks with like my 20% discount mm-hmm. from work. And, um, and I really kind of... I fell in love with them for a while. I bought multiple pairs and then I realized that there's so little cushion mm-hmm. in a pair of like average Clarks that yeah. my feet, especially when you're walking long distances. Oh, on... you can't walk in those desert boots yeah. with like the crepe sole yep. or whatever, that like gum rubber. Yep. And that it's... shit, it's just flat. Yep. There's and fucking it, nothing It hurts. There. It feels like you're walking on a plank of wood. Yeah. And so I finally, that's why I graduated from that to like an actual work boot or a mm-hmm. hiking boot because I'm like, okay, I can... These things are built to last and not hurt my feet. They're meant to be worked in. And Clarks yeah. are meant to, you look good and you're going to be in them for a night and you're going to wake up in the morning your feet are going to be sore and you're not going to wear them for another yeah, week. Yeah, they're kind of like a go to the office yeah. or go to the bar type of shoe. They're yeah. not really... Uh, Definitely. They're not for anything practical. Don't wear them in a don't wear them in a dive bar, though. You know. I've worn Clarks in a dive bar. Sticky surfaces, man. Yeah, they do. They <laughs> stick to everything. They stick to everything. But yeah, definitely, I graduated definitely from pointed Clarks. out the, the flaws in the bathroom of those bars. Yeah. The just speaking Clarks, of the bathroom, gross. I made a spider friend when I was in your oh, bathroom. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a little it, tiny I guy. I mean, it is a basement down yeah. here. It's what it is. It looked like he was feeling really good. In was there. he feeling good about himself? Yeah, I had a conversation with him. It was really did weird. You? Deep voice. And uh, even, that's what traffical duty is. You start talking small. to bugs. Start talking to anything. I know it's an arachnid, work. but like bugs <laughs> kind of rolled off the tongue better. Dude, Still spider, a comedy podcast. Spiders are up in everything though right now. Like I brought in one of my houseplants today. 
today after just letting it and there's a sit damn outside. spider in it there's two spiders I'm not in a it. spider person i don't like them they it, you know, i kind of i kind of do one of them see i i don't like them i also don't like to kill them a lot of people's instinct immediately when they mm-hmm. see one is like i'm gonna i'm gonna eliminate this threat by just smashing it i i've, I've been guilty of that yeah and so have i because mm-hmm. sometimes on, and the sad part is is that a lot of times i feel like i do it because it's more convenient than trying to find a way to get the spider securely into something and then like move it out yeah you know and like put it outside it's a lot of effort it's a lot of effort and then ultimately you're like this thing could jump and then bite me and i'm gonna lose an arm who exactly. knows and it's I'm like, like I, I saw one picture on the internet of like a brown recluse bite <sighs> and it like it looked pretty bad and i was like well i guess spiders just get to die now dude the crazy thing is we have hobo spiders in this part of the pacific northwest oh doing and those will fuck you up those right? will fuck you so like they they most adults they won't kill with a bite i mean mm-hmm. you'll get inflammation and like probably a lot of pus and it'll be gross but a kid under the age of five depending on the strength of their immune system a hobo spider bite can kill them jesus and Christ. so yeah because it's like you're you're not fully developed as a human you yeah. don't have all the things you need to fight off like poison in your system to that degree Fuck. and we have them all around our apartment complex and like i've my neighbors have three kids two of which are probably still at a susceptible age and i'm just like that's horrifying because this is the time of year where they move in <laughs> that's the crazy shit that's like i hate thinking about that stuff where it's like wait death is around every corner it, it really is Damn spiders are like, climbing around killing I, kids i go out to water my plants at night right now because but it's of also how hot it's it amazing is. that like more people don't actually get bit by those if they're all around like how do how is that not like an epidemic well it, it, in a way it is depending on Wait, where are you people are getting bit by those things all the by time? hobos yeah. pro- okay, it's i would say probably not i don't okay. feel like it's a very common occurrence but when you here here's the thing a lot of people don't don't realize is like so a lot of folks here live in apartments Mm -hmm. and depending on how old your apartment is and how the infrastructure is like those things could be living in the walls basically and they're not really getting in unless it's through vents or something like that but Mm -hmm. you could be going in to deep clean your house or like for me i go outside at night to garden not garden Mm -hmm. but to water my garden right now yeah because it's so hot that i don't want to burn my plants and there's hobo spiders like not all over the ground but you shine a light sometimes randomly and there'd be a big ass hobo spider just chilling like right where you were about to walk and so you know it it's scary because you could be walking around aimlessly with a pair of flip-flops on trying mm-hmm. to water your garden and then you one of these things scurries up your legs bite you and yeah i mean i don't think it's a pandemic of getting bit but mm-hmm. it's definitely something that like i'm worried about yeah I, and it's, I, it at bare minimum it's a pain in the ass yeah dude it's Pot, literally and then you live you live in an apartment that's like really close quarters and all this yeah. stuff and so you know if your if your neighbors aren't clean mm-hmm. and they got piles of shit sitting on their porch which is you know spiders are attracted to that yeah they're gonna propel down they're gonna go into your screen door i have three cats so they like to scratch at the screen door and they leave holes in it excuse me they leave holes in it that are just about big enough for a spider to sneak in so mm-hmm. if we just leave our screen door open we could have spiders in the house. Yeah, it's yeah. no good. My girlfriend's one of the killers. You know, she'll just like, it's like, do you want me to suck it up with the vacuum? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, actually, I do. Yeah, it's Kill kinda, that fucking thing. hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. What I don't know how we got on spiders. Spider. Yeah. I don't know, but that's the beauty of podcasts is you just start talking about fucking spiders for 10 minutes for out of nowhere. If you had to, if you had to choose between, okay, now here's, here's an existential question. Okay. It, not, 
so the ways in which I'm most commonly dispose of spiders is yeah. we have a hand vac mm -hmm. that we'll suck them up with. And so they basically get stuck in the hand vac without exit or like real oxygen mm -hmm. until they die. Yeah. Um, or like if we find them in our tub, we effectively, we drown them with yeah. water and then they'll go down the drain and say la vie. Yeah. If you had to die one of those two ways, ooh, which one, one are you choosing? Ways. I think I would, ooh, and this is assuming that the, the vacuum or tub is scaled so that I'm I'm the size of a spider. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. So if you were the spider, just you're Nick Scalzone as well. Mm -hmm. Nick Scalzone the spider. How would you choose to go? I feel like I might go with the vacuum. Okay. Because I think there's more opportunity for me to bounce really hard off of something hard. <laughs> and just and it just knocks you silly and you're just like You're just done. Yeah, I really I think there's more opportunity for like a KO. Yeah, there you go. Because the other one is drowning, which is a bummer, and I there's not Yeah. I don't think the velocity's high enough. Yeah. You know, with the with the suction of a vacuum, as long as it's heavy enough, you're gonna get like bounced off of like a wall and slammed into something else you might have to go through one of them spinny things and that'll fuck you up that, like in multiple forms of death before I think you there's actually more die chances that you die fast yeah. in the vacuum yeah okay it's like more of a gauntlet in the vacuum yeah than if yeah it's like a whole it's like a rube goldberg machine of like death <laughs> whereas fucking the the tub is just drowning like you just get shoved down a pipe and then just waterboarded till you die yeah and, and that's, that's rough or or like conversely, like I don't know how all the pipes work, right? So yeah. it, you've been on a water slide. I Ima have. So imagine being on a water slide, perpetually going downward in utter blackness for mm -hmm. who knows how long until you hit sludge. Yeah. And then that's and it, then if, you die in a pile of th shit. That's how you die. <laughs> that's way worse. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not too many people are, are shitting in the drains of their bathtub, but no, I mean but I know eventually I do. it gets to the city sewer. Oh yeah, eventually it gets there. Yeah. Eventually, like it's entigered somewhere, just stewing. Yeah, it comes out on. A hot day. It's got to be something gross in there. Oh my God. Some chemicals probably burn your eyes. Be a fucking pain in the ass. Oh, but you know they deserve it for being that creepy. Exactly. Let's be honest. Exactly. You know, eight, eight is too many legs. Another proof that God doesn't exist. How could you make a creature that looks like that? That's not. Yeah. Fair. No. That's 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 the devil. It's right also there. like a small land crab in a way. Like it's kind of if you look at the way crabs move and mm -hmm. the way they look and kind of the antennae and just the weird eyes, I mean they're not unlike spiders completely. No, they're I, also I, not similar. Yeah, they're but they, they got some similarities. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I, I hate crabs just as much as I, I like hate to spiders. Eat crabs. I don't think I'd eat a spider. <sighs> Even okay, so um. There's like the Brazilian wandering spider, right? Which is like actually a pretty big one. Is that one of those big tarantulas that's like this big and I eats think birds so. or something? Yeah, shit? I think so. I bet you could. I bet there's some meat on that. There probably is. Oh, God. I don't know I'm how you cook it. Just thinking about it. Like, yeah. How you are cook you? it like Whoa. a crab. You put it in the pot and let it suffer. Just lemon and butter. <laughs> You're like, pick out the hairs first, baby. Oh, gross. Oh, yeah, no, fuck God. all that. No, no, Bjorn, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm staying in the northern hemisphere. I don't, I don't need that big ass spider, dude. Oh man. Okay, so here's something that comes up on the pod a lot: is uh -huh. cars and trucks. Oh yeah. I know you're a truck guy. I am a truck guy. The, the listeners have heard about my truck more than they wanted to hear, <laughs> more than they expected. But yeah, you're so you're a truck guy, and you've kept your truck the way truck guys do. 
like you've had your truck for a long time yeah until a lot of miles ride it till it dies more or less and so yeah i drive a ford f-150 a 2002 ford f-150 um short short cab which is probably the bane of my existence because it's like the short bed crew cab uh, it's the short bus of the truck world (laughs) is what it is like you just drive it around and you see some guy and like an f like an f-150 that was made like five years later and it's got the Mm. extended bed and you're just like oh that's so nice it's like i would sacrifice the back seat and being able to have friends in my truck for an extra five <laughs> inches of bed space but yeah no I, I i do have a truck um i, I last time i checked because the odometer doesn't always work she was at about three hundred and fifteen thousand miles that's insane which, which that's uh, truck guy shit though original transmission and the original engine the only thing that's had to get changed ultimately is tires brakes and then um uh, there was a couple um i'm forget ball joints that were yeah. that were really fucked up after a while of just so much driving and yeah eventually that stuff just wears out exactly you know? so there's there's parts that are like wearing out on the truck and and i can feel it but i would say it's still got another year or two left on it before I need to cash it in just for safety purposes. Mm. And when I say cash it in, I'm not getting any money yeah, for it's... that truck. I'm going to like uh, probably just drive <laughs> it off a cliff <laughs> is what I should do. Because like that's at this point, I, I'm it's almost like a, a, a sadist type of relationship with my truck where I'm like, I'm going to drive you till you die. And like, I'm not going to give you to some other kid to fucking, you know, yeah. get 50,000 miles out of you. And then it just stalls on the highway. Like, no, I'm going to drive you till you burn into the ground. And then I'm going to call AAA and be like, well, hey, <laughs> I'm in the middle wrap. of the desert. <laughs> Guess you have to come and get me. But no, I love that truck. Um, I, I have to be a truck guy because mm-hmm. I'm like 230 some odd pounds and I'm six feet tall and I'm all leg. Yeah, they, they don't. You don't fit in a Corolla. I don't fit in. I don't fit in most mid-sized vehicles comfortably mm-hmm. unless the seats move back like so much. And then at that point, you know, like I don't have T-Rex arms, but I don't have super long arms. I've got average arm length. So mm-hmm. if I go too far back, then I'm like kind of clawing you know at the steering wheel like this yeah just so i can sit back and have leg room and it's just not a way to drive so a truck i found is the only thing i'm comfortable in yeah trucks and suvs just kind of have that space space. man space i don't know if the like mine's a tacoma i don't know have you driven the tacomas i have not because i remember when i got it you were like you kind of like the Tacoma too. Yeah, I had a little bit of a hard on for your truck when it's, I first saw I mean, it. This is a sexy truck. Well, and when I see Tacomas on the road, even the older models, like mm-hmm. I like the design of the Tacoma more than I like the design of a Ford because most Fords are like they look they don't look clunky necessarily, but they're very bricky mm-hmm. and they're they're they look wide even when they're the same width as another vehicle. Mm-hmm. They just look a little bit more dumpy. I I do like like the newer F one fifties. I think the newest two generations are like pretty sexy trucks yeah and they're doing pretty good i'm not a fan of the ranger or the colorado that mm-hmm. kind of like car like profile yeah it's a little weird it's yeah a little i'm weird. not into that where it's like way higher in the back than it is in the front yeah exactly and that's yeah. what i like about the tacoma is that it looks like a truck but it's it's like the uh it's like the slim fit dress shirt of trucks yeah i think they just took a truck and then they did a scale model they yeah. just scaled it down a little bit yeah cut it out just a little bit and thinned it up like mm-hmm. and man it i want to drive a Tacoma so bad yep. in fact like if in, in all likelihood because I, I mean I don't make a bunch of money yeah. right so I'm not going to be able to buy a car mm. new I'd be able to afford it but I don't want a car because I'm never yeah. going to be comfortable or feel comfortable no, in it. so it's no. a horrible investment if I do get a truck I can't afford a new truck necessarily so I'm probably going to buy used 
Tacomas have the best resale value of any truck. Dude, mine still, as far as I know, has appreciated since I bought it. Which Granted, is insane. It's mostly because the fucking market is insane right now yes. for, on trucks. But yeah, it's the I'm never gonna be upside down in that loan. Like if at some point I just need to pull the plug, yep, I can just sell it, and make all my money back, yep, and it'll be great. And so. it's and you probably end up selling it to me, to be honest with you. It's I might. Like, <laughs> another nice truck. So my mom has my mom has a GMC Sierra from like I don't know. It's probably like a 2000. I'm gonna say like 2010, 2011. Okay. Whatever. No, I like the Sierra. I like the Sierra over the. Over the Silverado, just yeah. I think it looks better. It's, it's and it's otherwise the same truck. It's pretty nice. I, she, my mom drives like a fucking maniac. So <laughs> I feel like I'm a little bit because I'm not much of a safe driver. My mm-hmm. girlfriend will tell you that. Like I'm, I get a little crazy sometimes, but I'm never in. I'm never endangering somebody. Yeah. And sorry, mom. She's probably never gonna listen to this. <laughs> but my mom endangers people on the road, and she drives a big ass truck, and she's a small woman, so she's like Napoleon behind like a you know a freaking chariot with arrows coming out of it, and she's just like, you know, she'll get pissed off at somebody in traffic, and then she will pull within like two inches of them going 55 miles an hour, and if that person hits the in, brakes, in her GMC. We're all dead. <laughs> yeah, and she, and it's a big black GMC Sierra that's slightly lifted, right? And it's like murdered out windows, and so she's just like coming up on you, looking like she drives the pace car for the lesbian army of darkness, and she's just like <laughs> she's just like. <laughs> And then, like, there's these little people in a Corolla that are terrified and trying to get out of the way. She's just cursing them. She's just like, get out of the fucking way. And I'm They're like, looking in the mirror like, hey, we voted. We voted for Joe Biden. We thought this was going to end. And then my mom's like, I voted for Trump. Get out of the way. No. Oh, God. No, she didn't. But that's, um, yeah. So I like the Sierra, but it honestly, you can hear <laughs> my poor mom. Oh, the idea your mom's uh, just tailgating them just Jesus. like how do you want 2024 to go down there <laughs> it's like you're on a highway to hell now bitch no it's however uh, you want me to vote pull to the opposite direction get out of my I'm way i'm saying pull to the right oh man or i'm a vote to the right <laughs> No, it's uh, it, it's yeah. But anyway, back to the truck thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Th- this has got maybe another year or two, and I know it's mm-hmm. at the end of its rope. Like sometimes I'm starting to crank the steering wheel, and there's a couple pops here and there, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, all right, like I know <laughs> you're getting old, and it's, I mean, three hundred and fifteen thousand. So miles. many miles, dude. That's dedication. How and, how many did it have when you got it? When I got it, so I actually I got it from my mom, but not from the mom that drives like a mad woman, but oh, okay. from my my other mom because when I when I went to college, I had a Subaru Loyal station wagon. Fuck yes, oh, and it was that's the one with the with the manual four wheel drive, yep, right? The selectable yep. four wheel drive. Yep. Did that one? Did could you lift that one? Was you, that the one that had the adjustable height suspension? I don't. I it might have. I don't know because I was a high school kid and I mm. wasn't super into vehicles at the time. Okay. So I'm not like looking at what I can do to customize yeah. the thing. I'm like, it was thirty five hundred dollars from a used car dealership, and my parents are like, this sounds like a great investment. Mm-hmm. Thing died in a year. Stick shift? Uh, no, 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 no. It was an automatic okay. transmission. So, but it was like it was a cute little car, and like yeah. it, it got me from A to B. And you know what? I was comfortable comfortable in it and I mm-hmm. started smoking weed in that car there so it's like you know a real homecoming type of vehicle yeah but that thing that thing kicked a bucket on me so quick and then <laughs> I was in college in Corvallis going to OSU and relatively speaking that's a small town mm-hmm. so you know one person with a car 
and you can get pretty much all your stuff done if you just tag along like for grocery shopping yeah, or something yeah, like that yeah. other than that public transit would take you everywhere or you could walk to wherever you needed to go mm-hmm. and i live close to campus so i was like okay this is i don't need a vehicle yeah as soon as i graduated college i'm like i start my first job um my first internship out of college mm-hmm. and i was like i need to not be on the bus like <laughs> i'm wearing a suit and tie and dress yeah. boots and i'm on the fucking bus and and like i don't want to be so my mom was looking to get a new vehicle and downsize from the truck and i and she for like 2500 bucks i ultimately i paid her off in like payments mm-hmm. and i got the truck from her and at the time i think it had I'm, i want to say maybe like a hundred uh, between 125 and 150,000 miles okay maybe a little bit less So you've still driven the hell out of that thing. oh you, absolutely you still put like 180k on easy there. easy because i mean i so i'm a road trip guy i love going mm. on road trips and so you know i'll drive to eastern oregon and back in four days mm. and that's like an eight hour drive a day you're going yeah you know that there and back at least depending on side roads and little turnoffs it's like a thousand miles round trip i've mm. done that twice three times a year yeah. every year for well, the last i just 10 went years. to montana like for a couple of weeks and it's <sighs> i put 2900 miles on the truck in that trip dang well because it was like 800 or 700 and something to get to my folks house and mm-hmm. then i went across to the other side of the state to visit my buddy and that was another 600 miles each way that's what i want a new via a newer vehicle for is so that i could do that confidently because yeah. in this truck if i were to be like i'm driving to montana that's dangerous yeah like i should not be driving yeah to montana. that was part of why i bought it when i did I, was, I knew that trip was coming up and my old subaru was just it kept having little issues and then it had the head gasket thing and i put a bunch of money into that and yep. i was like okay I can't dump. I don't want to dump another fucking penny in this car. $4,000 for a repair. That's so much money. Yeah. It, and no. so I, I kept it another like year and a half after that. But then I, I unloaded it. I'm glad I did. Yeah. Good car. But like, I just was like kind of ready for something new. Something that had a warranty. Well, I'm ready for something that has, I, I think you guys have talked about this on a previous podcast, mm-hmm. but like I need something with a backup camera. And the backup I, camera is a game changer. And I dude. don't have like my especially with the truck. Yeah, because they're so long. It, like the it bed, is. it's like you could drive it as much as you want. It's really hard to tell when it's that far back there, like exactly where that is. It's a miracle that I have not destroyed more people's cars <laughs> by way of trying to parallel park in this yeah. city. I mean, so it's either a testament to how good of a driver I am, but you want to know what's clutch as a truck driver in this city is the amount of places that you're parking street side and they have all glass windows. Uh, and use you can them a look, lot. Dude, <laughs> and you can look in the window and be like, yeah, I'm fucking sexy. There you go. I'm like two <laughs> inches in there. Like you're going to slam, you're going to make an Oreo sandwich out of this little Corolla that's between you and like a Jeep Renegade or something, right? <laughs> but man, are you going to parallel park? What do you park? think of the Renegade? I think I'm or the, not... A, or the, what is that thing? The Gladiator. The Gladiator? The Jeep I, truck. I think it it is probably... It, uh, it's ugly. I don't it, like it. it. Yeah, it does It looks really dumb. It doesn't look right. It doesn't look right, and it looks like it's... It looks like it's for for people who don't believe in equality between the races i think is more like, like that's how i feel like you're gonna buy that and you're like i need to be able to mount a machine gun on the back of my vehicle contently mm. and not have to get out of my vehicle to reach it that's what it feels like mm. and like you see him driving in again to the whole big bulky kind of it yeah. looks like an autobot it definitely it definitely seems like something you buy more for the image than for the exactly for the utility yeah exactly and that's how i feel about all jeeps right 
I mean, that is it, a little bit how Jeeps are. Well, because if you think about extent. the history of Jeeps, Jeeps were made as simple army transport mm-hmm. and like occasionally armored transport during the wars. So it's like they weren't meant to be like a consumer vehicle. They were meant to be a utility vehicle that was cheap as shit. And if it blew up, you're not losing a lot of taxpayer money on that one Jeep. Mm-hmm. It was like really thin and it was just utility, period. And then you try to market this to consumers and like women think it's cute as shit. Women love Jeeps, like the old school Jeeps more. But they're like, I think I want a Jeep. And I'm like, There's a lot of girls that you talk to and they're like, I'd love to have a Wrangler. It's like, I don't think you would. I don't think anybody actually likes those. Like Jeep guys who rock crawl, I think they like them. (laughs) But beyond that, I think it's just the image. I've heard they're just fucking horrific to drive. Yeah, and it doesn't look look good. This has gotten, you know, this is the most toxic masculine podcast I think we could have had, but in a good way. We're shitting on Jeep guys. We're shitting on Jeep guys. No, I think we're making... We kill spiders. Yeah, we're (laughs) murdering spiders, wearing boots. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is great. This is, we're bringing some, some solid male energy to this podcast and, and bjorn brings some pretty solid male energy too not to knock on oh, yeah. bjorn but no you know, we're not i'm not trying to knock on bjorn. we needed to, we needed to spice it up a little bit more mm. and i and i and i get it i get it because i think one of the last episodes i was listening to was we he was like we need to change a pace or something and not a change of pace but he was mm. like uh he's trying to get out of a routine oh or yeah something yeah. you guys like switch chairs yeah or whatever we did it switch was chairs yeah, yeah imagine we... switching from bjorn to this where i kind of look like bjorn if he let himself go like even yeah, more you kinda... You know, you, you kind of you guys do have a similar look, a you know, same beard, same beard, same yep. beard. For we sure. both have glasses when I'm when I'm feeling comfortable enough to wear them. Fair enough. I yeah. don't I don't wear my tattoos. normal tattoos. That's tattoos. true. I am the I'm I have vegetable tattoos. I think Be- so. I think you probably are a perfect candidate for Bjorn's underwear company. Yeah, I think you have some of his underwear. I do. Don't you? Okay, so shout out. I, I will shout out Bearskin. Yeah, Bearskin's fantastic. Yo, so Bjorn, I hope you actually listen to this because I told you after I put them on that I was gonna buy more. I literally think every day about how I need to buy more underwear, and mm-hmm. then I just don't from him. And it, and it's because honestly, dude, I will wash these underwear twice in a week so that I can mm-hmm. wear a pair of them. Oh, yeah. some they're the most comfortable underwear. I I've wear ever them worn. almost exclusively oh, now. My God. I have enough pairs that I usually can. And just rotate through only those as a thick guy like, too it's a lifesaver because every pair of underwear i've worn for a decade mm-hmm. scrunch up if i walk too much in them because of my yeah. thick ass thighs and like those things are freaking perfect so whoever listens to this if you haven't bought bearskin glowing endorsement from and a bear scroll down in the youtube there's a promo code there you go promo we, we code set you up promo code size 10 there we go there's just a link to it you get 10 percent off oh fuck yeah yeah dude i okay i might have to use that promo code later because i'm a cheap ass too. <laughs> <laughs> i listened to the pod you know the guest you had was great you know, oh, it was it was really fantastic <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no, I, 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 man, thinking about Jeeps, like I, I went through a phase, I think when I was like 10 or 12, where I mm. really wanted one. And that's because I was watching a lot of G.I. Joe and yeah, stuff like that. You, you know what I mean? I think some people just never stopped watching it. Yeah. And then, and then it just, you see a lot when you go out to like Eastern Oregon or like mm. kind of like those areas, there's a lot of people with Jeeps, but it's almost exclusively truck territory out yeah. there. Well, and, it's one of those things that once I got the Tacoma, I started like reading forums about it. And uh-huh. I was like, okay, I think I get Jeep guys a little bit yep. because there's something about just there being a community of people who are all wasting money on the same bullshit <laughs> yep. and yep. just being like, dude, what wheels are you putting on? And it's like, we just stick with the ones that came with. Honestly, they look better anyway. Yep. But like yep. everybody's got to 
you know, buy the same thing and then write a paragraph about how, about their review. I fucking love this truck. Dude, the fucking rocks that I drive over, man. The Fox, whatever shocks, dude, fucking absorb the rocks better than the other shocks did. That might be, you know what, I want to bring something up, yeah. uh, else up with you really quick, but I, I think yeah, yeah. one of the advantages is to having a Jeep, and maybe my other biggest gripe about okay. Portland related to the traffic, yeah. to kind of bring this whole thing full circle oh, and yeah. do a little bit of a callback. There you go. The roads out here are god awful they're not the best yeah, no i mean dude they 9% are percent state income oh, tax and these roads are fucking they trash. are awful Tell and so uh, part of the reason why my truck is going south quicker than it probably should is because mm -hmm. of how many times i'll be going 55 miles an hour and literally hit a pothole and a like two three inch pothole in the ground oh, boom. and you just go the thunk and you just like you're you can feel the truck go hey man you know like and you're just like shit it's like ouch but the the, the roads we are so friends. bad out here that having like a jeep that's a little lifted with those mm -hmm. thick ass like kind of off-road yeah, tires that they come with sevens on there you it, just fly over it's the potholes. yeah it's not as impact seven miles to the gallon but so that's the that's maybe the <laughs> advantage to have a jeep out here is like the the city driving that you would normally do isn't as bad but i mean come on man honestly it, yeah let's uh, i don't know i don't think the governor's listening but if he is nine percent nine percent state income tax yeah fix the fucking roads the craziest part that's what i use yes and the craziest part <laughs> if, if we want to just if i just want to be an old republican yep the roads are what i use yeah. why aren't the roads fixed <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to the pot stores okay yeah. i'm going to winco where the fuck is my tax money going <laughs> and while we're at it what's with the chicken tenders at winco they're so small oh my they god they used to be bigger <laughs> so um uh, one of the things I want to ask you about. So, yeah. where did you you said you came from? Is it Dillard? Dillon. Dillon. It's so the town Dillon, I grew up in. So it sounds like it's a smaller town. It is. Okay. Four thousand people. Okay. Damn, that is a very small town. Yeah. Um. So it's America, right there, bro. I never realized it because I, I came from Los Angeles, right? Yeah. So nobody in in LA really recognizes each other, even if you're in line at the same taco uh -huh. stand. Nobody really. I mean, they'll talk, but it's never like. You don't friendly. see like the same people every It's day. not super friendly, yeah. to say the least. So one of the things I noticed when I start driving out in like Southern Oregon or along the coast or in Eastern Oregon in a truck is when you're driving and people acknowledge you with uh -huh. the little wag of the finger over the steering wheel. Yeah. And, the, you know, it's almost exclusively truck drivers, too. I've noticed like mm -hmm. that's that's a thing. But you'll see it in like some other like SUVs and stuff. But you have your hand on the wheel and everybody they drive by. It's like, hello, hello. And mm -hmm. I've started doing it. Yeah. When I'm out on vacation, yeah, because the truck guy wave. It's but it's a, it's not even a truck guy thing. It's a small town exactly. thing. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. No, you're 100 percent right. Because once you live in a town like that long enough, you know like a lot of people because they're the only ones there. Yep. And so you just kind of wave because you're like, I probably fucking know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just see somebody driving. You're like, you like sometimes you'll see a vehicle and you're just like, oh yeah, it's Steve. Sup, Steve? <laughs> Steve. I haven't talked to Steve in, in months. We really just bitch about his lawn care. That's but, your like, relationship with Steve. Yeah, it's like the flick talking of the shit behind his back. But then you see him, <laughs> yeah. you're just like, hey, Steve, how's it going? Steve, good to ah, see you, buddy. Good to see you, Steve. Steve, meanwhile, is like fucking your wife, and you know, and, and, yeah. And he's or, just... or Steve is complaining about you to his exactly. wife. He's just like this fucking asshole. It's the lawn care wars. Yeah, work, this guy right? thinks he's 
so good with his lawn care over this here. This guy uses fucking Scots. What's wrong with him? Yeah, it's all this about guy Miracle with his, Grow. With his Toyota fucking <laughs> pussy foreign car. I drive yeah. a Chevy. I drive a fucking Chevy. He mows his lawn, oh, but American he's a fucking man. commie. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I saw that Obama sign back in the day. I know how this guy feels. Yep. And you and like that's the thing is like sometimes you don't know who you're acknowledging out there. Like a guy or a woman could have just like killed somebody. No, you definitely out in the you, wilderness. If you're driving through a small town you're waving at everybody you're, you're more waving suspicious at, if you don't yeah first of all yes you're definitely waving at somebody who's got some beliefs that are like mm -hmm. wild there's some skeletons <laughs> in the closet that you're like inadvertently acknowledging literal skeletons in the closet <laughs> yeah, that sure. you're acknowledging or you're just like not worrying about it you're just like yeah this guy i don't this guy believes some wild fucking shit, but like, you know, if we just talk about guns, it'll be fine. Yeah, and that's that is like that is the the, the saving grace out there is like it could be a Scientologist versus like a you know like a Christian, uh -huh. and they'll get along about talking As about long, guns. Yeah, dude, literally, I, I gotta tell you this. So I was when I was back in Montana, I went up to Fort Peck mm -hmm. Lake, which is out in the middle of eastern Montana, visit my buddy, and I took my nine millimeter. Mm -hmm. So we could shoot it because it's a new toy and it's yeah. fun. So we go to the shooting range. We're shooting this. And there's this other guy like 30 yards down. He's shooting some crazy gun. It was a single shot pistol. Oh, my God. And it was called a 445 Super Mag. They took a 44 Magnum and they made the case longer, basically. So it's just a, a, hot, a hopped up 44 Magnum. Oof. Single shot pistol. And we went over, we were like, what the hell is that? Because it was making a racket. Yeah. And we we're like, that's ridiculous. And the guy was like, oh, it's just, it's a 445 Super Mag, dude. It hurts to shoot. You guys want to shoot it? <laughs> it hurts to shoot this gun. And it did. I shot it twice. Fucking hurt a lot. Oh, my God. Why would that? That's crazy. This guy was so hyped on it. He's like, dude, you can only shoot like three or four because it starts to take the skin off your fingers when it kicks. Can you imagine? Okay, so so here's the crazy part about mm -hmm. that. You and your friend. Granted, you're both shooting guns, so yes. you have like a there, there's like a, a common ground between yeah, you yeah, and yeah. that other party. Imagine just being a hiker coming across that guy in the wilderness, and and he's just like got a single shot and pistol. And he would do the same thing. He'd be like, "Hey yeah. guys, so I got this cool gun. It hurts to shoot. You want to shoot it? <laughs> you want to shoot it? Here. Fucking, there's a tree God. over there. Fucking shoot at that. You're terrifying. not gonna hit it. <laughs> um, my my family and I. So both both my parents love to shoot, but one of my moms in particular, like it's it's in. Actually, my grandfather yeah. taught her how to shoot, right? So she loves to shoot, has a bunch of guns. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid in Los Angeles, we would go out to this gun range in the San Frisquito, San Frisquito I think, or mm -hmm. San Frisquito canyon whatever Something it doesn't like matter that. but it was it was like a open air gun range yeah. that like you you pay like a fee to enter for that day mm -hmm. but and you bring all your own ammo and stuff and they yeah. have like you know yeah, you know how an range outdoor range. yeah so but they also had a a a cordoned off part of the range that had like one of those um like the the traffic doll like little things that go up and down when you're coming in and out of a parking yeah, garage okay, okay they had one of those that were covering like the the entrance to this mm -hmm. other path that went around a different part of the gun range and um, it, I guess it was a part of the gun range where you could shoot specialty weapons. And so we go there. We go there one day, and we keep hearing this, and then like for about, and then about ten seconds later, you hear thunk, and then boom, thunk. 
kind of like a mortar, right? Like it yeah. sounded really crazy. And I mean, loud dog. And it, it might've been like a half mile away to uh -huh. be safe. And you heard it like it was right behind you. And some dude had a cannon, <laughs> a legit cannon. <laughs> we, we, so asked, <laughs> we asked the guy that was running the range that day, what are they shooting over there? We don't feel safe. And he was like, don't worry. He's got a cannon and cannonballs. <laughs> the guy had fucking cannonballs. I love this guy. And I'm just like, what oh is going on? God, that's on. amazing and it, that is it was amazing but also I like, I like the statement don't worry yeah he just has a cannon yeah, it's just a cannon <laughs> it's, he's just pretending he's a pirate it's like don't, it's, worry. don't worry about it he needs a trailer to transport this weapon yeah, of mass just, destruction he, he just carted it over with a mule god it's got big wooden wheels on it that might have been the worst way to die back in the day oh taking a cannonball to the dome or not even to cannonball the dome. to the dome is is a good way That's to go instantaneous because your head's just gone a cannonball that hits like the, right beneath your yeah, waist yeah like right in the gut you <sighs> take that yeah where you <sighs> yeah that's a slow one. Oh, it's slow and like you're you're just you're like concave now yeah and just like the, the nut shot with the cannonball that's a rough one that was the worst part of watching the patriot with mel gibson as a kid is like <laughs> watching they'd people have, take a cannonball dude, they'd have the cannonball scenes where they're just mm -hmm. like taking off dude's legs and you're jesus like jesus christ oh manischewitz yeah that's i don't i don't know what part you wanted to end on but maybe not cannonballs <laughs> killing people no is but not I, a great I, I do like point. the gun talk because bjorn's not really into guns like we we try to bring it up but he's not really a gun guy I, I I like shooting them. I'm so it's it's weird. I'm I'm legal not legal. I'm pretty damn close to legally blind in my right eye. Okay. It's part of the reason why I need corrective lenses. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm not wearing my glasses right now, like I can focus pretty well. Mm -hmm. But for much longer than an hour, I'll start to get a headache and things will get out of oh, focus. Oh, interesting. Because okay. I'm nearsighted and farsighted. Oh and shit! So like one of your eyes is seeing one thing. And exactly. The other it's it's really strange. So, so you are you right or left eye dominant? So I I am for I am shooting. I am for uh, shooting. I'm left eye dominant. Oh, okay, so you got to shoot lefty. I, I shoot lefty guns, but mm -hmm. I'm right-handed. So I always shoot like this because my yeah. that's my good eye versus this being my bad mm -hmm. eye. And so, I, I mean, I am it's crazy when, I, when it comes to shooting. It's like now when I'm holding a handgun, obviously it's my right hand and I just have to kind of figure it out. Yeah. But I'm, I'm a surprisingly good shot for somebody whose eyes aren't really great and i so got a you, good feel for it have you hunted at all or not because we've no, talked about hunting i want to okay. badly but i mean so i don't own any of my own guns which oh, i think okay. right now is smart because i live in an apartment yeah there now i don't have any little kids with me sure but my neighbor's kids are there sometimes we watch them there's not a lot yeah, of really good places to hide a gun that's fair so I, I do live in an apartment as well but nobody's ever there except me ex and see and that's I, the thing i have guns and i've got rachel with me and mm -hmm. god forbid i ever do something to piss her off and she knows where the gun's at i don't i don't want to be in that situation <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but um so i don't have any in my house currently but no i've i've shot i shoot about two or three times a year i okay. either go with my mom or i go out and hang out with my buddy in hood river and there's a couple mm. places around there you can just go shoot out in the wild yeah and that's a lot of fun but um yeah i i really want to hunt and now, do you want to do like bird hunting or big game oh or big game your... yeah okay. no for sure big game i mean look i've shot a couple birds with the 22 i've had my my fun bird hunting <laughs> at this point you know bird hunting's I mean? fun and it is fun and waterfowl is awesome yeah that would be upland is fun i, I mean, would like to good. pop a couple ducks because i just don't like the u of o football team because <laughs> so it's like that would be a really nice is that, that would, that's yeah, what you do you very film cathartic it for, yeah. film it for content no you, yeah as soon as a duck drops you just be like go bees. yeah pretty much go bees. But um, <laughs> no, I, I would really That's like hilarious. to go big game hunting because for me, there's a 
there's a level more of like outdoorsmanship that's involved in that. Like I, I would love, I love the idea of trekking three or four miles mm -hmm. and like kind of preparing the hunt and then finding something and then stalking it and then finally landing on a good shot and being able to take mm -hmm. it out at a distance. I would prefer a gun instead of archery because I, I, I do want it to be relatively quick for me, Yeah, which is that's the selfish side of a hunter. No, but... I mean, that's, I think that's responsible. I do think like a lot of people see bow hunting as like, you know, that's the way it used to be done. That's the most pure or some shit yeah and it's like yeah but they invented guns for uh, a reason first of all yes and also <laughs> like to get proficient enough with a bow to really consistently cleanly kill something takes years, takes years and and just consistent practice mm -hmm. whereas with a gun with i a mean gun, you should practice but also you get a decent shot it's kind yeah. of a wrap yeah you know my, uh, this it's is, a lot more ethical. <laughs> this is funny now that we're talking about this. So yeah. my cousin lives uh, uh, down on the southern Oregon coast, right? Mm. So a lot of deer, a lot of elk around yeah. there, um, especially after the fires. A bunch of stuff mm, moved okay. kind of more toward the coast. And he's the on the coast, line. so it's like it's like the, the blacktails. And yeah, the, the blacktails. Roosevelt elk. Yeah, there's a lot. And like pretty good size, right? Like well, not, the Roosevelt elk are the biggest, I think, in the lower 48 as far as body size. Oh, really? Rocky Mountain elk have the biggest antlers mm -hmm. that's why they're kind of the ones that people go for for yeah. trophy mm -hmm. but the roosevelt elk are bigger physically so you'd get more meaty meat yeah. off of roosevelt he he is very busy like he's a mm -hmm. commercial fisherman so like really any time that he can get out and so this fish, dude's like a real man he's he, fucking dude he's so much more shit. of a man than i am like it's <laughs> and you know he he makes good money i know i hear this <sighs> it's like he's a commercial fisherman i'm like i like fishing i wear my sandals and go fly fishing oh yeah dude he's like Just he's cute. like going miles out and like yeah, no, where is... the great whites are and where mm -hmm. the humpbacks are and like he's yeah this guy's not fucking around no and he's good at it too mm -hmm. and like he has a fleet of boats and he's nice. got people that work Work for okay him. and so like he's really, really cool yeah, he's a really awesome dude and like i said much more of a man than i am but like he's so, <laughs> he's so busy that like his idea of hunting is not like and he knows how to hunt yeah his but, idea is let's drive the forest roads first thing that's legal to shoot we see it we oh, shoot and it from the truck you like you don't even get out yeah, of the truck you, you it's put you, the bipod up you go exactly. off the hood yep it, or if that <clears> like he was pointing he was driving with a fucking rifle out the window just going kish, kish. And yeah I'm that, like, that, that's that is safe. the shit that like when you see people do it like in a video you're like why did you post that mm -hmm. but it does happen 100 percent does happen i've never shot something out the window of a truck yeah, i definitely have, have we've been like driving out from the day uh-huh and there was like something legal to kill yeah like a, a i shot a moose one time and we hunted did you kill it yeah we nice. hunted i was 15 years old we hunted Damn. 18 days that season we hunted our fucking balls off for this moose and the last day because it's the day we got one uh -huh. um we were driving out from like a failed attempt to get a moose like there were a bunch and i kept Every time I'd get close, then like I'd take one step too far, and they'd spook or something. Oh man! And it was so disheartening. I was 15. There's a week left of this tag that you have to wait seven more years before you can even apply again. Oh, that's crazy! And I crazy. was like, oh man, I'm not gonna get it. We're driving out. We look to the right, and there's a damn moose just standing there, 150 yards off the road. Jeez. Public land still. Jeez. And my dad was like, Nick get out and fucking shoot it <laughs> yes <laughs> and i did yes. i got out i kneeled down like in the road and bam and i got him i Nailed was 15 I, I got it through the front shoulder that, just crumpled you know and, the, it, and it, it was it was dope i was so happy see that might i don't know who all listens to this right it, it might sound a little morbid it to describe it pretty like that. brutal but like i mean i got a good shot at 
dropped and died. Yeah, and there's science behind getting these tags. Like mm-hmm. the data proves that you can yeah. kill up to this well, many. Well, that's and... why you say that's why you'd have to wait seven years. Exactly. With the moose tag, it's very limited. There's like five per region, and the region's like fucking the size of Rhode Island. And here's what I'm saying: If McDonald's did not exist, mm-hmm. people would not be bitching about you killing a moose. No. Period. Because they'd be like, "That's food for the community," and like that. I think. I mean, you, sure, you can. You I also can... don't think I'd ever shoot another one. Yeah. At least in Montana. If I ever shot another moose, I'd be like going to Alaska. Or like going up to BC or something yeah, like that. Something right? like that. You shoot one of those gigantic the big yeah, bulls, the, the ones big that weigh ones. like eighteen hundred pounds. Dude. Like the Yukon moose. The like ones that where like sub-species. a semi truck hits it on the road and it does more damage to the semi truck than the semi truck yeah. does to also, it. Also because I think something just happened in Montana, not hunting, just like the moose population took a downturn. Because we used to see a lot of them. And then starting like five, six years ago, we just haven't seen as many. So I'm like, yeah, I don't want to. Probably. I, I don't want to hunt a moose. Hate to, hate to sound like, you know, Greenpeace guy over here, mm-hmm. but probably global warming to yeah. a degree. No, 100%. Yeah. Climate change is very tied to like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, and you, if you see, here's the thing. Like, I'm not much of a hunter, but like, mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge nature enthusiast. And when yeah. I'm outdoors by myself, especially when I'm camp, I really pay attention to nature. And like, I like to study up on yeah. it. I like to read books on it. And it's yeah, like, I like to, like if a bird is sitting around in the campground, I like to know what it is. Yeah. Kind of thing. Animal migrations and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like if you pay attention to where the animals are going and when and how it differs from years past, like you can mm-hmm. actually learn a lot about what's going to happen to your environment and the humans that live in that environment and like what to prepare for. It's basically like a, uh, uh, innate almanac of sorts mm-hmm. that we have in our head of like, Oh, there's less fish in this stream this year. What's the difference? Oh, it's been five degrees hotter than it was for the last three years. It's mm-hmm. like either the fish populations died out or they've moved to colder climes. Yeah. And well, I mean, the fish here, there's all sorts of stuff, the dams and stuff with the, with yeah. the salmon and steelhead. Yep. But it's more than that. I mean, I think the water temperatures this year, the drought is insane. You know, there's yes. going to be some fish die-offs this year, yes. I think. Well, the definitely fish die-offs. At least going back to Montana, I was looking at some of these rivers mm-hmm. and streams. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, and, they're so low for this time of year. It's and it's like either that alarming. or, like, in cases in some parts of Oregon, like, things are flooding. Mm-hmm. Because the, the ice melt from those super hot days that we had, like, three, four weeks ago. Yeah, it was more melt- than it's ever been yeah off a hood not only mm-hmm. was it more than it's ever been because you can see it when you look at mount hood mm-hmm. you're like you look barren compared to like this time normally but yeah. but it was so quick in such a short period of time that certain areas like overflowed yeah compared it was to like, what their like capacity the white is. river and the sandy yep. did they just blow out after that yeah so okay. i mean it's it's just like wow I mean, so in some places, there's probably more capacity to have wildlife. And then mm-hmm. other places, like probably, I can only imagine like out in Prineville and parts of Bend and stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's probably worse. And mm-hmm. just like, ugh, that's, that's the scary thing, man. Yeah, climate change is really, I mean, it's, it's a bummer and it's, but it's also kind of interesting to watch. Like we're seeing some really crazy shit go down. You know, what's nuts is I think that in our lifetime, we're going to see kind of Hawaii become like this modern day Atlantis in a weird way. And that's not so much conspiracy theory. Like you think it's going to go underwater? I think absolutely. Or parts of it? I, I mean, I think I think parts of it will go underwater quicker than people expected, given the mm-hmm. fact that it's just an island and there yeah. is, like, you know, there's studies that are showing that the ice melt is happening quicker in, mm-hmm. like, large glacial up yeah, north. Yeah, well, I think you're probably right. A lot of the stuff that's super low elevation, Hawaii will probably be fine, parts of it at least, because it's so mountainous. Mm-hmm. Like, every island there, it's super like high elevation in yeah places yeah absolutely but, but yeah all the i mean all the towns are right next to the ocean so it's like 
Yeah, and that's that's kind of sketch. That yeah, it is. Florida's fucked. Florida, Florida's <laughs> screwed. Visit Florida while you can. Yeah, because, the Bahamas go there. Yeah, the Bahamas. Now. I mean, dude, and Bahamas are actually amazing. Well, well, there was um, I forget. God, I, I feel like it's so weird bringing stuff up when you don't remember exactly what it is. Yeah, that's the point of podcast. There is a you talk out of your ass. Yeah, exactly. Fine. Well, we're doing a good job of it. <laughs> oh, no, we're crushing it. That's what I do every week. There's um, there's a city in I think it's Southeast Asia is what I want to say, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like. A, a province of China or mm. if it's a province of like India or something but it is like this whole big metropolis that yeah. was Bayside and like coastal mm-hmm. and they're starting to literally rebuild the city like 10 or 11 miles inland and I mean oh. a huge metropolis with like, like millions of people like Singapore or I, like some, Hong Kong or yeah, something like but that it's not one of those not it's, one of those it's I, another yeah I, Jakarta it, Maybe I think it Indonesia? might be that. Yeah, I, it's, it, I think okay. that might be it. Huh. And um, and it's starting like they know that very soon. Like you can already see the impacts on the city and like the sewer lines yeah. and everything. But they know that all this stuff that they as built, they're like as the water rises, this city's gonna be. They fucked, already so know, let's... so they're moving. Dude, like that's smart. Taking apart the city That'll in some parts. That'll never happen in this country. No, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna ride or die till we're the gonna, very somebody's end. Somebody's gonna design a seawall. Yep. Before they do that. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly. gonna fail. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we saw how we saw how the dikes worked in freaking um uh, what was New it? Orleans, yeah, yeah, New Orleans. It's like Didn't it's like oh, right. this is a great idea, and then um and then they weren't, and then yeah. they failed. And so you you would think they'd learn from that, but I guarantee they mm-hmm. won't. No, it's it, it's crazy to think about like what we might experience in our lifetime as far as climate events that we it's wouldn't gonna be normally some wild see. shit well like dude okay so people are talking dude, about we already have had wild shit that crazy heat a month ago 116 degrees okay 116 degrees here which all In right Portland. i can get it at the beach for granted it was just for a day but mm-hmm. at the beach it hit 99 degrees at the beach and seaside in Astoria, like with the very cold air mass yes, of the Pacific yes. Ocean, right it next hit to it, ninety nine degrees. And like I saw that, and I was mm-hmm. like, "We're fucked," because if you can't go to water mm-hmm. to cool down at some point, and it's just hot, 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 and all this stuff becomes arid, we are we are so screwed. Yeah, we're gonna have to move north. <sighs> Canada, look out, baby. We're coming to take your moose. You know, like we're coming up there. We man. already buy your shoes. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, Nick Hardy buys your yeah, shoes. Yeah, already buy your shoes. <laughs> we're, you're already half Canadian. Careful, you know, keep that. Y'all are gonna have to build a wall up have there. Have you ever worn all denim at any time? Um, no. I I really need a nice denim jacket. Yeah, my I have a buddy. I haven't really done the double denim thing. I have a buddy where, granted, well it's like part of it's like a shtick almost but mm-hmm. when he when we go to a party or like when it's a party of our friends he will wear all denim <laughs> and like he has a dent like he, we call it a canadian tuxedo mm-hmm. it's a really nice denim jacket he has a white shirt or sometimes he will wear like a denim button up under the denim <laughs> denim jeans uh-huh denim's the shit though it, it's so awesome. it's great i love it but man i don't think i'd look good in uh, all yeah denim. Th- a three-piece denim Costume is nope. definitely that's a little much. That would be way too much. All way right, well we've done a good amount of time. <laughs> I think like this an has hour been super fun. <laughs> I have one more question for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when the sea levels rise, you're out on vacation. Uh-huh. You're in Hawaii, mm. and your your hotel suddenly sinks, and those boots are in the room, and oh. and they float out to sea, and they get eaten by a shark or something, and. Uh, the insurance decides to hook you up because they're like, this is crazy. We didn't think that that one glacier would just, just okay. melt that fast. Uh-huh. That was wild shit. <laughs> we never saw it coming. 
And so they hook you up with the money for these boots. Uh-huh. Are you replacing these or are you getting a different pair? Oh, man, I got to be honest. Okay, so I would probably replace getting those with another pair of these. Okay. Because so these are about $130 more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um and they are a nicer cut, I think. So like this this shoe and I'll hold it up because like mm-hmm. this shoe this is like a workman's shoe. Yeah. It's very heavy. I mean, you can even hold it if you want from the top. Like that's a heavy ass boot. I mean, it's not oh, like yeah, super is... heavy, but it's dense. Mm-hmm. It's really dense. So you've got this heavy boot right here, and it's all leather, so it's hot. It's great for the winter, yeah. but really it's not great for summer. It's just heavy. You're going to sweat a lot in it. For sure. It's not fur-lined, but you know, it's it's meant to be kind of like but he's, thermally he's compact. But a little toasty. Yeah, this is, this is a little bit more lightweight. Mm-hmm. I like the color of the leather more. Right, and I like the slim look when I when I because yeah. I like to wear jeans that have like a like yeah because for the most part leg. you're wearing these more as like an everyday shoe exactly you're not, this, you didn't buy these like specifically for a job site type no of exactly thing. and like these yes those these, are very job site type of boots yeah like, I'm surprised they don't have a steel toe yeah and like, I, I could have gotten these in a steel toe for fifteen dollars okay. more but they don't have a steel toe yeah so but these are really these are really nice they're waterproof they're pretty much all weatherproof mm-hmm. and I like them a lot but from the cut and the utility of the boot for an all-purpose boot i i wouldn't buy these again just to an all-around like wear it around yeah. town or potentially to dinner kind of shoe sure this That's i totally would much more of it because yeah without wear it everywhere type of yeah boot. without the keen soles that are mm-hmm. on this like the bulky kind of brick soles that you mm-hmm. see for gripping Did they have more of like this kind of, of sole, yeah they had more of like sleeker. this kind of sole a little bit flat okay. kind of and they looked really clean man mm-hmm. like i could wear those out to dinner yeah I, kind of like a red wing almost exactly where it's like a it's like a little it's like dress and utility kind of exactly combined into merged. one and so yeah i would spend i'd spend i mean these were about uh when i bought them i got them on a deal because they were running out they were 220 bucks okay. when i got them on a deal now when i when i go online and look at the price form because they don't carry them in a lot of places in portland mm-hmm. and if they do they're like 50 bucks more expensive than they should be yeah these average about 299 bucks okay so i'm like for me I'm, especially because i've gotten three years out of these mm-hmm. well worth the investment yeah no boots are boots are like that you kind of have to i think spend some money i mean yeah. this is outrageous but like you definitely it's have to spend, a little it's a little it's, it's completely fucking stupid but now but you got flex i mean that's what i'm they, saying is that you that's do, nice but you don't yeah the other thing is like you guessed how much these cost <laughs> uh-huh. and was it was like off. and it was like a high amount of money and it was way less than they were no it's it's fine they're brown boots Bro, you better never get a dog that's going to chew those boots. I'm not a dog person. Dude, see, there you so, go. And part, partly because I don't want to f- <laughs> fuck up my nice boots. <laughs> All right, Drew, go ahead and promote anything you got to promote what's your your instagram oh, whatever promotions. you want to throw out there um i am it's i'm drew.wilson.mcgrath on uh instagram mm-hmm. if you want to look me up for the comedy thing um i run shows out on the oregon coast at the uh the astoria hammond koa because i am who i am so that's a nice fancy campground where there's a bunch of people with fancy trailers that want to watch comedy mm-hmm. i run a show there and i run a show at the capricorn pub in astoria um and yeah i'm kind of out on the coast as much as i can be because it's beautiful and i like driving but mm-hmm. other than that i i do comedy around portland so come to portland and watch comedy things happen all right awesome thanks thank thanks you for, for doing the podcast me. hey this yeah. was a lot of fun no uh, it was super fun yeah shout out to you and bjorn this was great thanks all right guys if you like this even if you don't hit the like button subscribe wherever you're listening we got a new episode every single wednesday follow us on instagram at size 10 podcast thank you so much for listening all right